afternoon, my renegades. Welcome back to Rogue Radio. And today is a long and awaited down the rabbit hole. Yes. And today we'll be talking about CERN. And there's a twist on this because I believe to every negative thing there is a spiritual influence. And since this whole opening of a portal in CERN and stuff, we're going to get into it. I believe that that's also spiritual, not just scientific. And I think, I believe that the scientists know that. The scientists know what they're doing. They know that they're going into spiritual realms. So that's what we're going to be talking about. So, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, go ahead and reach me down in the description below. There is my Instagram, my YouTube, and my Facebook. If you ever want to send me a message, go right on ahead. I am welcome to hear any and all ideas or even feedback, you know? I'm I'm an open book. I, I receive everything, you know? It's, it's a good thing when you give me constructive criticism. <laughs> or if you just want to say, hey... Girl, you're doing good. I would love that too. That's nice. Thank you. Anyway, uh, we also have a brand new store. It's from the same website, spring.com or teespring.com. And, um, but I had to make a whole new shop because of technical difficulties. And so, um, yes, the link for that specific store will be in this video description and in this audio description. So go ahead and click on it if you really want to buy something. I'm still working on transferring all of the designs from the last store to the new one so that you guys can have more options. So yeah. Go ahead and buy yourself something nice, treat yourself, love yourself, and rep the radio. <laughs> So before I get into this, I just want to let you guys know that the reason why I don't do a lot of down the rabbit hole episodes is because I don't have all the time as much as I would like to like write everything down meticulously because down the rabbit hole is my baby. That's my very favorite like episode genre that I have on here like I talk about conspiracies all the time and unfortunately I can't like always put one out for you guys because it takes days and weeks in order for me to gather all this information and put it all in order and type it all down and then just to give it to you guys so I have to make sure that I have enough time to write everything down then type it because I hate my handwriting <laughs> and then you know give it to you guys because I want to be as accurate and thorough as possible for everyone like I try very hard for my conspiracies I will go above and beyond for the conspiracies that I talk about but 
we're just going to get right into this. So if any of you don't know what CERN is, we're going to talk about that. So CERN is the Organization for Nuclear Research, one of the biggest and most respected centers for scientific research. So this is in Switzerland. I know part of it is in France because it kind of overlaps or um, the Hadron Collider does. So um, we're going to talk about how that overlaps into France and everything. But anyway, let's see here. Einstein made scientific history by recognizing that we have four dimensions by adding time to the equation. Time is a physical property. Um, scientists know we live in at least 10 dimensions. So this comes from this whole documentary of CERN and also a sermon a man actually preached about on CERN and why it has become this great spiritual problem for Christians. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about um, it in a spiritual way because I've noticed a lot of things kind of connecting. So uh, we live in at least four dimensions, but four are the ones we experience on a daily basis and six others we cannot get to. Scientific researchers think that we may experience more than four dimensions. So, um, more specifically, the second law of thermodynamics states that as one goes forward in time, in time, sorry, the net entropy degree or of disorder. So, entropy is the degree of disorder. So, you know how everybody learned the four laws of, three laws of motion, you know? This is also, um the law of disorder. So there's an order for all of the laws of motion that Sir Isaac Newton has made, but there's an entropy law, meaning there's disorder as well. So the degree of disorder of any isolated or closed system will always increase or at least stay the same. Entropy is simply a measure of disorder and affects all aspects of daily lives. So Here's the spiritual part. The reason why I wanted to talk about entropy is because when it comes to dark matter, which CERN has discovered, it brings about disorder, and we're going to talk about that later on. Alright, I just wanted to get that in, into play so you guys can have it in your minds when I start talking about it. It causes disorder. Demons cause disorder as well. So this is my spiritual take on the whole thing. Demons cause disorder. Sin causes disorder. In Revelation 9, 1 through 12, the fifth angel sounded and I saw a star fall from heaven unto earth and to him was given the key and the to the bottomless pit. Um, and he opened the bottomless pit and there arose a smoke out of the pit as the smoke of a great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke from the pit. So, a large hadron collider accelerates particles until the point of collision, and it was taken offline long ago, but it has started back online has been brought back online because apparently it broke or it just wasn't working properly and so it started back up I want to say in like 20 
22 because I remember there was a lot of rumors about it starting up again and it will start it, it will stay working till like for the next four years theoretical physicist Stephen Hawking said the god particle found by CERN can destroy the universe and the thing is about the god particle has nothing to do with religion or god at all just to let y'all know because I am a Christian and I think a lot of people assume that a lot of Christians will think, Oh, they found the God particle, so they found God! No, that's not <laughs> not at all. It's just a name, people. But Neil deGrasse Tyson said, Then you put more than that amount of energy into an object, it will explode. So there are a lot of people that have said that the discovery of the God particle, which we will get into later on as well, Dark Matter and um, the God Particle we'll talk about. These scientists have actually said, stop digging, like stop looking into stuff like this because one day you're going to regret, you know, looking into stuff like this. And I believe that you should discover as much as you can, but there is a point that I don't cross. I mean, I believe that curiosity kills the cat sort of thing, where if you're not prepared to find out what is on the other side, then don't go the fuck there. Like, don't go there. <laughs> so, I, I am that type of person where I will dig, but once I hit bedrock, I'm not gonna go taking a, you know, a jackhammer to the bedrock and trying to find more. I mean, what I meant to find is what I meant to find, you know. Because there have been times in my life where I would dig more into something and then I would regret seeing the things that I did. And I, I, I don't even want to go into that, but I've seen some shit. <laughs> I've seen some shit. <laughs> But we're going to talk about how powerful the Hadron Collider is. So, um, it's a 15-mile accelerator where France and Switzerland meet. That's where it was built. So, it overlaps into France a little bit. So, part of the Hadron Collider is in France. Um, and um, CERN joined the European project, which I think we'll get into later as well. But um, they're trying to recreate the Big Bang. That's the whole... Um, idea behind CERN is that they're trying to find the point of how the universe was created. They're trying to find that one point in time where the Big Bang happened or how creation started. They want to be able to recreate the Big Bang. It's kind of like that great reset that we've all been hearing about. Hmm. They have found things that they didn't expect during experimentation. So, I'm pretty sure I've put it on here, but I'm just going to say it anyways. When they started up the Hadron Collider, they ended up hearing voices echoing through the Hadron Collider. Because the Hadron Collider, you can walk through. It's huge. You can walk through it 
but you're not supposed to like walk through it while it's on, of course. I mean, basically it just takes pictures, but those cameras are extremely powerful. But those cameras are. But anyway, they hear voices and they've seen apparitions. They've seen black masses. So they know that something is out there and they've opened a door, a spiritual door to a spiritual realm. But they're, they're just trying to make sense of it within their own understanding, if you get what I mean. Like, if you believe in spirits and spiritual warfare and spiritual things, spiritual realms and stuff like that, like I do, then it's not going to be a problem for you to understand. But if someone who is a scientist who just believes in the physicality of things and trying to find the, the route to creation and all of that... It's all about their own understanding and how to understand stuff like that. But yeah, they're looking for the building blocks of the universe. So the larger the collider, the faster the particles can accelerate. And I hope I'm making sense because this documentary that I took notes from was so hard to understand. I had to repeat, I had to watch it like maybe three times in order to get it into my head because I I love learning things but when it comes to science and math I have to be taught over and over and over again so that one was really hard but we're gonna think of it like this you have bought a home and it's beautiful but you want to know how it was made so you start taking it apart you realize instead of nails and staples holding the home together you find glue is holding it together so your, fascina your fascination is now with the glue that had held the home together. And now you want to get to this, get the glue to its original state. And once you get that to its original state, you start realizing that the glue is made of something. And so you're starting to try to find out what the ingredients of the glue is. And it just goes on and on and on. It's a rabbit hole, guys. That's exactly what it is. They're trying to find the universe in its original state. So that's how CERN has been thinking. That's how they're working. They're trying to find that one building block that started it all. The one thing that started the foundation of the universe. And they want to go back to the origin of creation to see if the theory of creation is right. Not just that, but also if they can do it themselves. So it's all about... You remember when I talked about MKUltra? And how I said it's all about making man in their own image? That's exactly what CERN is also trying to do as well. They're taking it farther, though. They're taking it much farther. They're trying to say, Oh, well, if we can find the building blocks of creation and understand how creation was made because everybody high up in the government, everyone in the elite, Illuminati, and I'm sure there's some people high up elite in CERN as well that know, they all know that God exists. They all know Jesus existed. They all know that the disciples existed. They all know that the Bible was true. Okay, this is why I wanted to talk about it religiously as well. They all know 
about the story of creation. They know that God created the heavens and the earth, but they're trying to lean on their own understanding and also try to make man within their own image. It, it, it's there. It's always there. Like I said, uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm trying to think of which episode I talked about with the conspiracy. I said, like, if you think about it, every conspiracy you find, if you dig a little deeper, if you find one thread of religion, of, like, Jesus, or of God, or of creation, then it all links. Even William Cooper said in his book, which he even says, like, don't even believe me fully, but he does say that it doesn't matter whether or not you believe in Jesus Christ or not. This is how the government has been operating. It's been operating in order to disprove Jesus, to disprove God, to disprove Christianity. And that's how it's always been. They're trying so hard in order to make themselves God by recreating creation because they believe that there's some sort of scientific physicality to where they can create the world. They, they're they trying to recreate the heavens and the earth just like God did because a lot of these Illuminati people are spread out across the world. They're not just in America. They're not just in a certain place. They're everywhere. They're spread out. So yes, I do believe that CERN does have some Illuminati elites operating this as well, because why would you want to find the building blocks to creation and try to recreate it yourself? Because Illuminati, they're Satanists, alright? They believe that if um, God created stuff, you can be your own God, and you can you know, dictate whatever goes on in your own life. But some people actually think that if they can actually get far enough, they can be their own god and create their own heaven and earth. This is how they think. This is why I've brought God into the equation in this. But before we go any further, if you guys don't know what the Three Laws of Motion is, I'm going to explain it, and then I'm also going to explain the spiritual side of what I believe is going on, you know, in the spiritual realm according to the Three Laws of Motion, because I have said this before in my other videos and in my other um, podcast episodes. The government has used the Three Laws of Motion to apply to the government, like, so there's a whole lot there. There's a whole lot there. So the entropy law that I was talking about, that is the rule of chaos, the degree of disorder, could actually be applied to Ohio right now. The degree of disorder relies on fear, and the reason for that is because how do we know that? The Illuminati thrives on fear. The government thrives on fear. They believe that there is order within chaos. So entropy laws degree of disorder that is the catalyst to how much chaos can be put into a certain place such as Ohio right now such as 
East Palestine? How much disorder can we create in order to bring order from the chaos the way that we want? You get it? It's all about control. And that is an entropy law um, applied to everyday life. It's not just scientific. It's real. But okay, the first law says a body at rest persists in its state of rest and a body in motion remains in constant motion along a straight line unless acted upon by an external force. So that's basically an object in motion stays in motion until acted upon by an external force or it stays at rest until something you know, interrupts it. So an object at rest tends to stay in that state unless it is influenced by an outer source uh, from its environment. Um, this means that as long as the object at rest or is at rest, it will stay that way until something collides with it, of course. Try to think of this spiritually now because like it or not, these laws are laws that the elite have applied. A human at rest or at peace can only be influenced by outside environments in order to cause chaos or to cause disorder. Think about it. Have you ever had anybody like get really pissed off at you out of nowhere because you did something wrong or because you just didn't do something right and they just laid it out into you? That's a form of chaos because it's disturbing your peace. A human at rest or at peace can only be influenced by outside environments. And think about it. Demons long to cause chaos if there is an open door, right? Open doors happen when the situation causes the human to be disturbed of peace, such as abuse, accusations, or even the curiosity of the spiritual realm. So when I talk about an open door, I mean there's something... When demons act out, when they're influenced, when they influence you in, in some sort of way spiritually, and you would have to really know this in order to figure out how to combat that. But demons don't just enter a person's life. We're not necessarily going to be talking about possession. We're just going to be talking about like how evil spirits end up controlling people's lives. So, when I talk about an open door, sin causes doors to open. Constant sin causes doors to open. There is certain things that I have said that I will not do ever in my life, which is play with tarot cards or Ouija boards or whatever because that actually opens a door and gives authority to demons and evil spirits to control how your life ends up. You have given permission to let evil spirits come into your home and influence your daily life. So your depression is influenced by an evil spirit or a generational curse, which is something that, you know, I can explain later on. But there, a demon will not enter your life unless there's an open door generationally, said, so they're called familiar spirits. So when a demon 
or an evil spirit. We're just going to call them demons because to, to me, they're, they're all the same thing. They're all demons. They all work the same way. But anyway, um, a familiar spirit is a demon that has been assigned to a family bloodline. So when something runs in your family, like let's say pedophilia runs in someone's family, it's because somebody opened a door a long time ago and that demon was like, oh, okay, cool, so I can run rampant in this bloodline. But I also don't want to be detected either because I have to skip a few generations in order for me not to be detected. And that's how demons end up working in a family bloodline. Now, are generational curses able to be broken? Heck yes. It has to start with you. Okay, and I know I'm getting off topic, but I will come back to it. There's a whole lot of things that I, I have to talk about because CERN is deep. It is a deep hole. Okay, it is a deep rabbit hole. And um, But yes, open doors are actions that entice demons or evil spirits or familiar spirits. Because once you uh, let them know that you are an able vessel to be messed with, they will mess with you over and over and over again. And there's reasons why there's a lot of evil um, in the world. is because it's not just the actions of people. It's the mental illness. It's also how people react to the enticement of evil spirits. It's, it's very spiritual. Mental health is very spiritual. It's not just mental, it's not just scientific, it's also spiritual. Um, and I believe that when it comes to generational curses and open doors, that they do come into play. It all starts with an open door. Where did that door open and how are you able to close it? Because no demon should have any authority over a bloodline. Okay? There's a reason why people have cancer all the time. Like, There's a reason why some families have cancer run through their family bloodline. Because somebody or something... That one's interesting. <laughs> there's an open door somewhere. Okay, There is a spirit of infirmity. There is a spirit of sickness. There's a spirit of disease and plague and all of that. We all know that. There's evil spirits everywhere. And the minute you entice a spirit from your action, there's a reason why, you know, Jesus says, you know, sin is the wages of death. Because it is. It's very, very powerful. You think that sin is not... A... People think that sin is just a thing. It's just something that you can do and, you know, Ask for forgiveness for it. Yes, you can do that. But sin is also powerful. If you don't ask God for forgiveness from your sin, you do realize that the demons attached to that sin are going to play with you. So that's when I say, like, when a human is at peace, or they're being influenced by an outside force. Because, yes, sometimes, when it comes to an open door, it sometimes needs to be knocked on. Demons don't just walk through. They need to be allowed into your life. But that's why I just believe that this 
is real. This is not just scientific and physical. This is this is spiritual as well. When it comes to opening a door, I mean, it's also kind of a portal. You're opening um, a door or a portal that you're not prepared to have in your life. You know, people think that you know playing with stuff like that, like tarot cards and crystals and shit. Oh, it's all fun and it it helps me and everything. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why you have sleep paralysis. There's a reason why you have nightmares and night terrors. There's a reason why you have depression. It's a spiritual thing. It's not just mental. But humans can cause spirits to also be at unrest when they contact psychics or play with crystals and Ouija boards. Okay? These and so much more items of paraphernalia cause doors to open and entice spirits into inviting themselves into your life. This is all the first law of motion. Alright? Remember how entropy works? It measures disorder in your daily life. Both humans and spirits can be disorderly to each other. Humans can entice spirits and vice versa. Humans can stay at peace, but an evil spirit is always in constant motion, causing havoc wherever it can, and when peace and chaos collide, what do you think happens? Number two is the acceleration of an object depends on the mass of the object and the amount of force applied. So, this one's going to be interesting. It's not going to be like the last one. There's a, there's a lot here. But the acceleration of an object depends on how much mass it has or how much space it takes up. Demons... Okay, before I even go into the demon part. I also realized that mass isn't just how things take up space. It's also ranking. That's another definition of mass. Demons have ranks. Some are powerful than others and can cause more disorder. There's a reason why demons have names. Because they are highly recognizable. And I'm not going to sit here and name a bunch of demon names. I have unfortunately learned some of them, and I don't want them to say their names. But if you look up the name CERN, you will find that the name came from a horned god called Ceranus. He resembles Baphomet, oh, well, yeah, Baphomet, with his sitting posture and raised arms. He is widely worshipped as the god of wild things or disorder. He is also associated with the Wiccan culture. The history of the god is vague because of the scarce literature on him. Um, He is also known as the god of wild animals, fertility, bi-directionality, and in Christianity he is translated into being the spirit of the Antichrist. Anybody who knows what bi-direction means, it means being at two places at once, or duality, so... Um, he also wears a collar or necklace on his neck to show his rank, his mass. So when I say that CERN is opening doors and messing with some high-ranking demons because they want to try and find the building blocks of how God created the heavens and the earth, oh, I mean it. I mean it. They have found the principalities. They haven't found heaven. They haven't found the creation, the building blocks of creation. They found 
an open door to the principalities. Okay? Number three, with every action there is an equal and opposite reaction. Okay? I believe that with every action there is an equal and opposite spiritual reaction. With every sinful action that we make, the devil is there watching us. Okay? The sinful choices we make give the enemy the foothold to make an equal and opposite reaction to those harmful ways, causing chaos. CERN has a statue of Shiva dancing within a wheel that was given to them from India as a gift. Please tell me why they would want the goddess of chaos and destruction placed in front of their facility. Unless they weren't. I mean, oh, we're not causing chaos. We're just CERN. We're not, you know, we're just gonna, you know, try and find the creation, like building blocks and all that. That way we can, you know, do it ourselves and see if we can make our own heaven and earth because population is high and resources are low and all this stuff, all scientific mumbo jumbo. But guess what? You have the, you have a Hindu goddess of chaos right there in front of your goddamn facility and you, <laughs> yeah, you believe in spirits. All right, here's a history lesson, okay? There are three main gods and goddesses in Hinduism. There's many. There's about 30,000, maybe 3,000 to 30,000 gods in uh, Hinduism, um, as far as I know. Um, but Brahma is the god who creates the world. Vishnu is the one who preserves the world or preserves creation and keeps it intact, and Shiva is the one that destroys the world after the cycle of the world's life has come to an end, and then the three do it all over again. So, yeah. CERN is destroying to recreate. It's not enough for the government to want man in their own image. They want to make a new heaven and a new earth on their own terms. And with that, I think I'm going to take a break. So you guys can digest what I've told you. Before I go any further, I want to let you guys know, like, how Shiva really works. Um, she is the god of chaos, or the goddess of chaos, so she creates chaos in order to, you know, kill the world and make sure that, you know, Brahma is able to create a brand new heaven and earth or whatever. So, she, she dances. Like, she has this dance of chaos. Like, she's dancing... You know how Christians sometimes dance in the spirit? You know, they get fueled by the Holy Spirit in order to dance. This is a mockery of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit creates peace. Creates joy. This is a mockery. Shiva dances with evil spirits in order to destroy the world and bring chaos. 
One of their collisions, they saw apparitions and ghosts hearing voices. They said um, they had opened a portal. Stephen Hawking even said that CERN is... What CERN is doing is like opening Pandora's box. I don't really want to get into that type of mythology. If you don't know what Pandora's box is, listen. It was wife of a god, okay? Opened a box and brought all the fucking chaos in the world, okay? That's why we have a whole bunch of negative shit going on. <laughs> I don't believe in that. I'm a Christian, so I mean, I just believe that Satan is the cause of chaos, but... We're gonna get into antimatter or dark matter, all right? So, for every matter, there's a corresponding antimatter. Matter needs to be acted upon for it to disrupt the natural state. Antimatter is eh, is so unstable and so unpredictable that it doesn't need to be acted upon unless it is properly contained. Yeah. Um, it will spread and burn everything in its path. Scientists have even found that the clu that a cluster of antimatter in the galaxy is starting to interact with itself. All right. Becoming self-aware, antimatter always interacts with things that um, come near it. But now it's interacting with itself, bro. Um, I don't know if you guys realize how terrifying that is. Okay? We all know, like, space is a big-ass subject. Everybody wants to know how the stars and the, the, the galaxies and all the, the whole scientific mumbo-jumbo shit works. They all want to know how all of that works. They discover an antimatter, a cluster of antimatter they found is interacting with itself and it is becoming aware. You did not find antimatter, bro. You found a demon working in space. When I say that there is a thing called the Principalities, it is up there. It's not down here. Okay? Principalities is a group of very high-ranking demons. And they are there in order to watch what is going on in the world. And they just sit there and try to figure out how to make it more chaotic. You found... A principality, bro. I'm scared for you. I'm actually not scared of demons, but I'm just saying, I'm kind of terrified for you because you don't know what the fuck you found. Like, you really don't know what the hell you found. You think it's, oh, oh, it's antimatter. It, it interacts with itself. It's becoming self-aware. Like, bro, it's bad enough that we have AI doing shit. Okay? It's worse now that you found black matter or dark matter, excuse me, <laughs> that have, has decided to start moving and doing things on its own. Like, that's how much you poked and prodded at the galaxy. That's how much you enticed a demon. Like, that's bad. <laughs> it is an uncertain property and it is unpredictable. And one grain of the matter is equivalent to four atomic little boys, or the bombs that were dropped on Nagasaki and Hiroshima. We all know how bad that was. Alright. Um, 
9 to 13 grams of the of the substance were rumored to be inside the bombs at the time that's how that's why it was so terrible um it takes a long time to create one grain of antimatter and now that the accelerator is running they can make it quicker and they can uh they can make it quicker and they contained it once in a college since they had the facility to contain it properly and strange things started to fucking happen yo okay this is why i'm not for what's going on with cern it's it's not a good thing okay this um has ruptured everyday life for everybody and there's a reason and i'll talk to you guys about that in a minute of like people's like real first-hand experiences and how and why they think like CERN is the problem but um students started going nuts they started going nuts we're not talking about mentally ill we're talking about crazy they started hearing voices they started seeing things they started um hearing voices and seeing visions they were getting night terrors and sleep paralysis like it wasn't just like a few students it was students that were near the vicinity of where it was created or where it was contained the students all experienced hallucinations and have experienced mental illness problems while this was contained inside the school and antimatter could very well be something from the spirit realm. That's why I believe that, you know, when it comes to science and spirituality, there is a line, but people can break the line and they can try to mesh it all together. And they've been doing that. And I just don't believe that science is just physical and stuff like that. I believe it's spiritual too. Like, God created the foundation of science. God created the heavens and the earth. Alright? The creation is scientific. Like, it is... If you think about it, God created the heavens and the earth. So God created the water. God created all of the animals. That's scientific. Okay? Creation is not just spiritual. It's also scientific. Okay? It's God's science. That's why a lot of people, a lot of scientists can't make sense of creation is because it is spiritual. It has a spiritual side to it. It wasn't just God creating something. It's also God putting spirits in souls and the animals and, and Adam and Eve and all that stuff. So the Hedron Collider is up and running and will be running for the next four years, like I said. So, people have claimed that CERN has found a way to contact the spirit world and open the gates of hell. I believe it. They believe that CERN could open a portal to hell on Earth. So, this last bit, um, remember what I said about people actually having experiences, unexplained experiences, when it comes to CERN and people are blaming CERN for it? This is why I believe that it's affecting everyday life. So in South America, a portal opened um, up underground while they were drilling, and it looked like a gust of wind came up from the ground 
um, sectioning off a small part of the highway that they were building. It went back and forth like it was a Newton's cradle. So um, think about it of like something coming up from the, f- the floor, one side, and then the other side, it comes up from the other side. So it's, um, yeah, kind of like a Newton's cradle, but it's not like going horizontally, it's going vertically up and down. Kind of like pistons. You know, pistons go up and down simultaneously. So it, it was kind of like that. Um, there have been videos of people taking videos of themselves, like, on social media, and they're actually lagging. They're actually lagging. I can't explain it. It's almost like you're seeing a hallucination in a video. And, um... This woman who was actually taking a video of her son, like, riding a bike, it was like, how do you explain it? It's like, he was lagging, almost. It's almost like a video game wasn't loaded in properly, and it was weird. And then she, you know, put the camera to her face, and she starts, like, rotating around so that you could see like her face in different lighting and her face changed her face changed from you know her original face to a demon's face or to a spirit's face like it looked crazy it looked nuts there has also been a i believe the glitch in the matrix stuff is also a part of that as well but um one of the stories that i found was a woman and her son, they were, you know, sitting in the bed, and they were watching a movie, and so she ends up going to the bathroom, you know, just to go to the bathroom, do her business and stuff, but then she ends up hearing her her son call for her, and so she goes, I'm in the bathroom, don't worry, and then he ends up starting to call more fervently, like more frightened. And so she rushes out and she tries to find him. And he he she hears his voice. You know, she hears his voice somewhere in the room or somewhere in the house. So she starts looking around. She looks everywhere. And she's panicking because her son is panicking. That's a mother and son. That's like a mother and child tether. Like, you don't... You don't want to mess with a mom and her kids. <laughs> so she's getting very maternal. She's getting very protective. So she wants to find her son. And she can't find her son. And then all of the sudden, she goes back into the room and she sees her son sitting there crying. And she goes, where have you been? I've been looking for you everywhere. And her son was like, I was looking for you everywhere. You've been gone an hour. I mean... To be honest, they could be messing with time as well, but that's all I have for you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I didn't realize how short this episode was going to be, but thank you so much for listening, and I will see you guys in the trenches next time.